Thanks for watching the fourth quarter with us. This is Stretch 4. We are the Bulls Outcast. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. We may or may not get a John Sabine sighting at some point. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Got to keep you in suspense. Just a reminder, tips always welcome and appreciated. Hit that tip button. Or if you want to hop on uh, and join the show with us, offer up some of your thoughts on the trades tonight's game, hit that hot like button to join the stream for just a small donation of $5 to us, the hosts. Big Dave, I said this to you earlier on, and I will repeat it again. Yeah. Those Bulls fans who were expecting to see some juggernaut performance tonight, I think weren't um, really entering this in the right frame of mind. They didn't have a practice. They just had this morning shoot-around with these new pieces. The Spurs are a quality team. Mm-hmm. And you said it felt like Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And this, is, this isn't Cole. This is just toys that have some assembly required. Cool. That's what we saw tonight. No, you're absolutely right. You hit that on the head, man. I thought that was a great thing that you said. Because you said it even before, you know, the trades were going down. Um, after having you, like, guys, you got to calm down first. They got to gel. They got to come together. They got to figure out who can do what. And that's and you're absolutely right. Like you can't you can't debate that kind of logic because it's true. Um, guys have got to figure out where they need to be and who likes the ball where. And it's the Bulls on top of that are still figuring out their lineup. They're still figuring out who should play next to these guys. So it's not like you can come into a situation with most teams where you add a guy like this where everybody already knows where they are. No, Bulls still don't know. They they got five new players, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. Like, and all these guys, you know, have to have roles on this team. So they're still figuring that out combined with the guys that were already still here who were still figuring out as the season went on. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot to get into and a, and, and a lot to, to figure out for this team, man. But, but they looked better going into the fourth quarter and I'm excited because I know that what it, this product is going to look good once they figure everything out. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it doesn't help that in the Bulls' first game with the new pieces as a team they didn't shoot well. Right. Uh, the Bulls were just twenty three and a half percent from downtown tonight, eight of thirty four. Usually, this is a better three point shooting team than that. They only shot forty three percent from the field overall. They were careless with the ball in the first half, which you would expect. New pieces, you know, uh, moving off the ball, you're going to have some confusing sets, and we saw that ten turnovers in the first half. That certainly contributed to the Bulls digging themselves the big hole. But, you know, no point burying the lead in that the biggest name that the Bulls acquired on deadline day, the biggest name that changed teams, the only all-star to get traded, Vooch, mm-hmm. now a Chicago Bull, 21-9-4. and And that 21 on 9 of 16 from the field in his first game without a practice with his new teammates. Give me some of that, Dave. Yes, and that's how you want – when when I talked about figuring it out, this is how you want a guy of his caliber to be figuring it out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who can still probably give you a double-double and he still doesn't know what he's doing yet. Like, that's awesome. And even in a game like this, like you said, 21 and 9 – he puts out better numbers than that. But even in that, guys, he shot 56% from the field and 50% from three. Like, right. like, even on top of that stuff. Like, he still was awesome in what he was doing tonight. And so it was just exciting to see that we got a legitimate, bona fide, two-time All-Star on our team. We have two All-Stars on our team. I, it's been yeah. a while since I can say that legitimately about the Chicago Bulls. We got to go back to the D-Rose Noah days. Truly. And, you know, 21 and 9 tonight, Vooch averaging 24 and a half and 11 on the season. 
they put up the graphic at some point in this game. It's him, it's uh, Jokic, and it's Joel Embiid mm. who are averaging 24 and 11 on over 40% shooting from wow. downtown. Those three dudes wow. in the league, that's it. Wow. So, he, like, you know, he fell a little bit short of that tonight. But mm-hmm. guess what? You know what was better than? What's that? Wendell's every night, 8 and 6. <laughs> I saw somebody earlier in the comments saying I don't miss Wendell tonight. Yeah, that's because we 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 subbed him out and put an all star in his spot. Yeah, you see the things we didn't have to worry about tonight. You know what I'm saying? You know, you didn't, did you feel? I'm sure you felt it, Bulls fans. The things you didn't have to concern yourself with. Man, is he going to be able to run a pick and roll properly? Man, is he going to be able to catch a basketball? Man, is yeah. he going to be able to make a layup when it's wide open? Man, is he going to get in his head about this? Is he going to take the jump shot? Is he going to kick it out because he's not sure of how he can shoot or not? All that stuff is gone. We got rid of two bags of sand, and we came (laughs) back with an all-star, a legitimate 25-12 and dude on our team. On a bad night, he gave you 21-9. and On a bad night. Come on, guys. Come on. This is exciting. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. This is the most happiest I've been after a loss in a very long time, man. Do you, I mean, I, I feel the positive energy radiating <laughs> off of my laptop right now. Um, Chewitt said, don't forget about Wendell's four fouls in four minutes. <laughs> All that's gone. I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about the oldest player in the league being Otto Porter Jr. at 27 right. years old being on my team. Um, so uh, let's let's get to now some of the interesting lineup, uh, you know, questions that we have. Uh, Adam said Billy Donovan ran this game like a practice. I think that's a really good that's point. He, he really did. He tried a whole bunch of different lineups out there to figure out what works. Um, um, saying, you know, what what can we do? Let's let's start with Lowry and Vooch, and then let's get some minutes with with Thad and Vooch and mm-hmm. mix in some Troy Brown at the wing and see how this goes. Um, I think that with all of those combinations, it will remain fluid. For the next few games, as they try to figure this out, it will remain fluid. But just first reaction, without yeah. putting too much weight on it, Big Dave, we have some people in the, in the comments saying, hey, let, let me get more Thad and Vooch minutes. Sure. And, and someone here saying that they think if given enough time to gel, Lowry and Vooch could be a deadly combo. Where where do you sit on that right now? Um. Well, I, well, just looking at it, I mean, it feels like Lowry's going to go to the bench. Um, a guy, even even though you made all these changes, you know, the person you can still control is you. And watching Thad out there tonight, he still was Thad. It was ten point six rebounds and nine assists. That's the oh, that's what he's nine doing. nine. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's what he's been doing. It's it's what he's been doing the entire time, whether he was on the bench or whether he was starting. So remember, he was starting in center. He still was putting up these numbers. Mm-hmm. So he's been consistent in his play. It's been the biggest detriment to Lowry Marketing's game is consistency. This is what we talked about. One of six from, from the three-point line tonight. Ten points and three rebounds. No. <laughs> No, that stuff is I can get that off the bench. Those are things that I can get off the bench. So this is why this is important to see because you want to know who can still do what and who can still function, you know, even though you've made these changes. Thad is a pro. He's shown you he can still function and he can right. still, you know, facilitate and score and get rebounds for your team. 
Lowry has not shown you that he'd be consistent enough, and usually inconsistent players end up on the bench, right? Exactly why Kobe White is on the bench, because of inconsistency. Right. Yeah, man. And, and it's crazy because when I first was in just you know digesting all of this information and the new pieces and, okay, what's going to happen lineup-wise, I was doing a lockdown earlier this week, and I was talking about, like, I made the assumption in my mind that Thad was going to continue starting. Mm-hmm. And then Lowry was going to go to the bench, even though Thad replaced Wendell in right. the starting lineup, not Lowry. Right. But you bring in Vooch and you still say, OK, with Thad's playmaking ability, with his consistency on both ends of the floor, you shift Thad to the four. So he's not playing undersized center anymore. Mm-hmm. You keep, P, you know, Pete up. You can play him at the three. Right. And then Zach and Sato. I assumed that they were going to move Lowry to the bench and that that was going to keep starting. And it like took a second for it to register to be like, wow, it's crazy that I just assumed that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then saw the starting lineup tonight, and it was like, yeah, no, Lowry's going to start. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I will be 100% okay with it if Billy Donovan decides that Lowry coming off the bench is the best step, at least for, for now. Yeah. Because like Kobe, maybe getting – some minutes against your t- your opponent's second units will give him a bit more confidence. Yes. Maybe Lowry actually feels that he has the ability to put the ball on the floor and attack the basket instead of just floating around the perimeter, bricking threes. Mm-hmm. If he's doing it against what he believes are inferior players on, on the other team's bench, if he feels like he should be a starter in this league. And the other thing that I worry about with Lowry and Vooch is you still don't get a lot of quality interior defense there. And you mm. saw that. Mm-hmm. At the start of this game, you saw that. It's mm-hmm. not like a, a problem that was solved with the mm-hmm. Vooch trade. Mm-hmm. Because for all of his size, Vooch isn't like a great interior defender slash rim protector. Right. I saw somebody in the comments say, what about Tice mm-hmm. in the starting lineup at the four pairing with Vooch at the five? Because mm-hmm. Tice is the piece they added. Mm-hmm. That is going to give you some interior defense. Yeah, I I still like Tice coming off the bench and backing up um, uh, Nicola because putting Thad there, I still I get points, rebounds, and assists, and I know the impact that he has. We we've seen his impact. We watch it game after game after game. We watch the impact that he has on his team. So I have no problem with him playing a four. And honestly, man, I I knew Lowry was going to start. I didn't. I didn't think that was gonna. I knew that was going strike to the bench because of what Billy Donovan has continued to say that he doesn't want to have to play him so many minutes. He wants to give mm-hmm. him rest because obviously he wants he he wants him fresher for as it gets closer to about maybe ten games left. We don't know where right. the Bulls would be. It'd be a playoff race. Seriously, from the tenth to the sixth seed or even right. the fifth seed, it's going to be a race. So he wants and, him fresh. And you can't have your sixty-year-old power forward. Right. Exactly. Right exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? You want him fresh and ready to go, you know? So I knew he would go to the bench and they were trying to see if Lowry, even after being involved in all these trade talks, even after almost being off the team, they wanted to see if he would respond and how he would respond. And he responded in the same way that we've been seeing the past couple games. It's been inconsistent play and disappointing play. And ten point, it's the, it's always the rebounds that get you upset because you know he can score. We know he can put the ball in the basket. We get that. But mm. when you're seven feet tall 
And for uh, for Heen, I just saw he he said something like that in the comments that how disappointed he was in Lowry only having two rebounds against the Nuggets in overtime because he was basically the tallest person on the team for the Bulls and he couldn't get it over that that many rebounds. He's right. absolutely right. So those things are glaring and stand out, and even more glaring when he's not scoring. So you right. can't put somebody like that in your starting lineup, especially at a position where you're expecting a return at. And you've got right. a guy that can give you that return and make the floor space a little better and make it easy. And he's shown you that he has a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? He's shown you that he's like Batman and Robin, basically, with, with Sato. So right. he's he's shown that he has that camaraderie with him, man, and they can bring it together and they can, you know, play better basketball. So, yeah, I'm interested to see him out there with Vooch and how that works for them. I think that'll be the starting lineup going forward. I don't know if it'll happen next game or next game after that, but I think as long as this kind of play keeps up from Lowry, he's making decisions easy for Billy Donovan. Right, and, and I think that Donovan can continue to tinker regardless of who's in these starting lineups versus who's coming off the bench to get a good look at Vooch and Lowry together, to get a look yeah. at Vooch and the other pieces of the front court together to then help inform their decisions this offseason. Having not traded Lowry but kept him for the back half of this season for the mm-hmm. final stretch of his rookie contract and saying, okay, we're building with Zach and Vooch. Those are the pieces now, and we've got the rookie P-Dub who hopefully will develop and is already a starting caliber player in this league at 19 years old, what are the other pieces we need to figure out? Right. And whether or not Lowry fits into that plan moving forward. Because if, if they didn't get a great offer for Lowry, or if they felt that what the, the Pelicans were asking for Lonzo, which maybe included Lowry, but also draft capital, they mm-hmm. thought was not worth it, I'm fine with the fact that Lowry's still here for the mm-hmm. back half of this season. Mm-hmm. See what it looks like. Um as far as just trying to figure out all of these different front court pieces, Marlon chiming in saying Tice is only six eight, maybe uh, you know, clapping back a little bit on how excited I am for Tice's defense. Wait, hey, whoa. he's he's only six eight. Guess what? Lowry's seven foot. <laughs> you let those two guys go at it, and I'll give you one guess as to whose body and who. Preach, preach, man, dude. I was shocked when I found out he was six eight. Because I right. thought he was seven feet tall. The way he right. plays, I he thought plays, he was seven feet. He plays seven feet tall. Larry plays like he's six foot six. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, that's it. Nothing else to be said on that. That is exactly it. Yeah. Um, so Billy Donovan's postgame comments are starting to roll through my Twitter feed. He said the biggest thing we need to address is our defense. Yeah. So, hey, Donovan. Not a dummy. Clearly saw tonight's game was like, oh, yeah, defense, still a big issue. But, you know, we, we touched on Tice just now. We, we t- touched on him a little bit more, but, I, you know, let's talk about him a little bit more. Sure. Troy Brown, this Ooh. kid, I think, could be a defensive specialist Ooh. who might end up starting for this mm-hmm. team if he sticks around. Wow. Um, if, if, in some, uh, if at some point in the future your front court is actually Vooch and P-Dub, and then you can play Brown at the three. You, you saw a little bit of everything from him tonight on yes. both ends of the floor, running in transition, finishing in transition, and playing some quality defense. Uh, so many people in the comments tonight have just said basically, hey, Troy Brown, buy Denzel. <laughs> like, it's official. I never want to see Denzel step on the court again unless it is to congratulate his teammates 
entering a timeout. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Troy Brown. I mean, eight point. What do you put? Eight points, three rebounds in thirteen minutes. And it wasn't just the eight points; it was the way he scored. It was so confident and it was so competent. It was intelligent basketball. He knew where to be on the floor. Nothing seemed forced on both mm-hmm. ends. He nothing seemed forced from him. It seemed like, yeah, this is exactly how I'm supposed to play and how I'm supposed to do it. I didn't see like to your point, Matt. Like you didn't see the boneheadedness in right. his play. You didn't see the regret of like putting him in the game. Like, oh my god, why did he do that? So yeah, to your point, you definitely saw that with Troy Brown Jr. and and the fact that that man is six six, like, and he plays above the rim, like, just the cuts he was making, knowing where to be, you know, being out of the way, like, it was very professional. That's the way right. I can say it. It was very professional watching how he played out there because he had the same kind of talent and skill that Denzel would have, but he removed, you know, say the boneheadedness from it. So right, cutting off the fat and. Yeah, like, like, yeah, why not? Like, why not put him in there? Why not give him an opportunity to see what he can do? Because he's shown tonight, and I kept saying this in the fourth quarter, Matt, you saw the guys tonight who are like, dude, we want to play. And that's yeah. what this was. It was like, nope, we want to play. Troy wants to play. Uh, Farouk, Farouk wants to play. You know what I'm saying? Even a couple of nice moments from Javante Green towards they, the end of that game. They want to play. They want to play. These guys want to be out there and contribute to this team. So, Saying it was run like a practice is is completely correct, and those guys know it. <laughs> and they went out there to prove that they should be out there, man. And that's exactly why I'm excited, even in a loss, because you yeah. saw the guys that know they want to be part of this team and part of this rotation. And then you remove the incompetence, and right. then you give me better stuff. Yes, yes. yes. Um, more Donovan comments saying he echoed what Stacy King said on the broadcast, which is that the Bulls need to do a better job of recognizing when Vooch should be getting the ball, whether it be down low and letting him go to work in the post like we did see tonight or also when he is open on the perimeter. Um, I think uh, C. Winston here in the comments said, like, you know, he he was talking tonight about Kobe needing to learn how to find Vooch because Kobe missed Vooch a couple of times tonight where it was like, dude, um, that all-star guy who's open, yeah, maybe maybe give him the ball. I, I think... Like, it will take time to gel. So somebody here was complaining about Donovan's lineups. Patrick, Donovan's lineups are abysmal. How do you not see Denzel, Lowry, and Temple are offensive zeros? Again, as someone put it, Billy treated tonight's game like a practice because they didn't have one yet. Right. So he tried a bunch of different stuff, and we I think we, we agree with you. Denzel's minutes, bye-bye. As for Lowry and, and Temple, we've discussed Lowry and the fact that he clearly is now, in the last three months of this season, prove it. Put up or shut up. Good luck to you in free agency if you don't show us that you can play with these new pieces. Mm-hmm. And Temple, dude just played his first game back after missing significant time from an injury. Yeah, he's been cold from the field. He was 0-3 from downtown tonight. Right. He also had four low-key assists. Mm-hmm. Every time Temple is on the floor, he does something for you. Yes. So just to, to hit on all three of the players that you had issues with there, and Donovan's lineups are abysmal. It's a strong he played, word. He played four new players tonight for the first time without it's, a practice. It still has one left. <laughs> that hasn't even been out there. Yeah, yeah, Matt's correct. Like You got you got to give him patience, guys. You got to let this stuff gel and come together. And that's what's going to be good. And that's the sign of a very good coach and a very good team 
is when you have all these players. I, I was happy that they didn't have it figured out. I would have been concerned if they came out and they won by 30, honestly. Because yeah. I would have been like, no, nah, that don't feel right. Mm-mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, something ain't right. You know, so, but now you're like, okay, I know who wants to be here. I know who my talent is. Like, these guys, we figured. So, when he's, on Monday, you're going to see some of these changes. You're going to mm-hmm. see him implement different guys into the lineup that you probably didn't see tonight. So, it's going to be good. Like, it's just going to be good, guys. I promise you this is going to be good. And you should be excited about what's going forward with this team. Truly. Um, and uh, real quick, the other player that we haven't talked too much about tonight, Al Farouk Aminu. You know, we were talking during the fourth quarter about how excited we were to get him along with Vooch. Uh, for a couple of reasons. I think it's good when you, like, clearly Vooch was the player that AK and Eversley wanted to go get. And, you know, AFA is a quality vet in his own right. He's played 11 seasons in the league for six different teams, uh, and he's been productive everywhere he's gone. Tons of playoff experience with some of those Portland teams from back uh, back in the day. But having Vooch bring a teammate with him, I think, is, is low-key important. Mm. When you saw how much Vooch was affected by leaving Orlando in that emotional response to that question – it's not like I was worried. I was legit worried when I saw how much he was saddened by leaving Orlando, mm-hmm. trying to express what it meant to him. Because I was like, shit, is this guy just going to come to Chicago and be depressed that he's not in Orlando anymore and it's going to get in his head and affect his game? Mm-hmm. I think having a teammate come with him will help. And Amin, who's giving you quality minutes off the bench simultaneously. Yeah, no, that's a brilliant assessment. That Honestly, I, it, it didn't even cross my mind. Uh, until you said it about how having somebody there after showing how emotional he was, having somebody there who played with him that he can kind of turn to would help him in his mental state. You're absolutely right. That's a great point, Matt. And a guy who can actually play. So, yeah. so that that's also very important because we saw him in the bubble last when, year. When we got uh, AFA, I was like, oh, shit, that's like our seventh guy in the rotation. Right, right. exactly. Slash, slash could totally start for us if we needed him to. <laughs> That's really that's really the, the his entire last name. Everything Matt just said, it's his entire last name right there. But yeah, man, he's awesome. And having that guy, and it just feels good to have people on your team you don't have to worry about anymore. Like we don't have to have these dumb arguments anymore. And that's the best part. I don't have to argue about Miz. Wendell better is a starter or coming off the pitch. Maybe Luke Cornette gets a minute. Mario Gaffrey should start. Or maybe he should. Like, we don't have to have these arguments anymore because everything's been solidified. We good. We good now, man. We can move forward and deal with the team that we have. And that's what feels That's what feels so good. It is, it is hilarious that after all of that this season and even last season, it was like, Gafford, Waddell, Gafford, Waddell. <laughs> The new front office was like, nah, both y'all are gone. <laughs> Peace. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Have a good one. Oh, and Gavin man. had a good game tonight. Shout out to him. He had a very he good He did, game. man. He had a solid game in his uh, Wizards debut off he the did. bench. Uh, we'll end it with this. Um, positive. Uh, love that we have positive Big Dave back from Adam. <laughs> man, I, I feel the positive vibes. Hey, man. Emanating off. It's crazy that the last game we did on Wednesday is the game that broke Big Dave. Broke you. You're like, yep. dude, yep. trade all these people. Get yep. these people off my team. Yep. Yep. 
<laughs> the next day, AK and Eversley were like, okay. <laughs> Dude, man, I was thinking about this today and, and how order how the order went in. The first one that it touched was John. And with John, because John was early in the season, like this team has no talent. Wendell Carter Jr. is fine, <laughs> but he should go. He was the first one to break. The second person to break was Matt after he went to the Joshua Tree and he came back with the epiphany, like, all of y'all are trash. Everybody <laughs> needs to get off my team. He was number two. And then they affected me third in that Cleveland game when I'm watching Wendell blow layups. I was like, I can't do it anymore. It's got to end. So it went in the proper order. And the very next time we see this team, uh, AK and, and Mark Hemsley were like, guys, we heard you. We felt y'all. Get yeah. these dudes off the team. Let's get better. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> that's the order it went in. Uh, things hopefully only up from here as the new guys continue to assimilate uh, and, and Donovan figures out these rotations. And one more piece joining the fold, hopefully Monday night against the Warriors when they get Daniel Tice, who, like, f- the Bulls fleece the Celtics. Did you also see – that uh, report that Ainge and the Celtics were also aggressively pursuing Vooch, and we got him. We got him. We got him. We got him. And the Celtics were like, oh, we need to go to the cab. So we stole a low-key amazing player from them, who was like a big key to them making the playoff run that they did last year, and Daniel Tice. Um, Just awesome. Awesome, awesome stuff. And we will try again on Monday. Hopefully we can get Vooch and the new guys their first wins in Bulls uniforms. Shout out to all of you for hanging out with us. Hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of Sweet 16 action tomorrow. RIP to our Ramblers. You guys made Chicago proud. Uh, for Big Dave, I'm Matt. Just a reminder, catch the podcast on Bow on Bulls podcast feed. Catch wow. the YouTube video archives on the Bow on Bulls YouTube channel. Wow. We out. See you Monday. Peace.